seven TQ Lafayette, fourteen twenty KPEL Lafayette. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am your father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. Dave Schultz, Linda Burton on a Monday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. Great show for you. Uh, one hour down, two more to go. Uh, we got Ted Alexander, the voice of the ODU Monarchs. We're just saying that the um, Cajuns play them in week two of the season, so we'll get a little preview of them. Galen White will be on uh, at 5.30. He's written a book on uh, Lewis Cook, coach of a lifetime and at 5 o'clock, we got Anthony Broom of Wolverines 3. I'm sorry, Wolverines on 3. I just made that a movie. It's Wolverines on 3. Jim Harbaugh doesn't seem to want to take his medicine from the NCAAs. And a lot is expected of Michigan, so we'll preview them uh, as well. Let's talk Saints. I don't think it could have been any better than what we saw yesterday. Certainly, usually preseason games don't finish like that, but that was a very exciting finish. Uh, only one blemish, maybe two. Uh, let's bring in John Hendricks, SI. Now, John, I just can't imagine that it, it could have gone any better for the starters, uh, for the most of the starters, the two deep, if you will. They score on their first three possessions. They stop Kansas City from scoring on their first three possessions. Yeah, look, I think uh, first team offense, first team defense, I saw everything I needed to see. I don't need to see anything else from them. For the rest of the preseason, that was exactly what I was hoping for. And so, look, I think we had this optimism in, in training camp about Derek Carr and the offense, the command that he has. Got to see kind of what we believe is going to be the starting offensive line this year. Obviously, they're not going to have Alvin Kamara to start the season. But, you know, I think that's the only wrinkle that we would have for the offense. And then Kendra Miller got hurt. But it's, it should be a minor thing and uh, should be ready for week one. But, you know, look, I think defensively, too, you get the fourth down stop. I think you saw a good bit of what you wanted to see out of it. And so, look, and you were confident seeing Jameis Winston leading some drives. I didn't like the the O-line protection, uh, you know, past the, the first team. I didn't uh, care for some of the things defensively, but I really liked A.T. Perry. This is a guy that we talked about that could have been still at the draft. And, you know, look, it was good to see him do it. But, man, I'm just happy to see the starters clicking and the Saints to win a preseason game usually it goes either way and they can't win those but nice job for Jake Hayner to recover too well yeah that would be the one blemish I'm just going to chalk it up to nerves he, he had to be nervous right he's not playing at Fresno State in front of you know 20 or 30,000 he's playing in the dome even if it's a small crowd it's you know 50 60,000 uh, and he's just got to be jacked up and like you said it's the backup if not the backup to the backup offensive line so 
I'm just chalking that up to inexperience and being nervous. And then when it was then when he basically when he wasn't thinking about it, he marched the team right down the field. Yeah, look, I think with Jake, I mean, he had uh, he had a great start to training camp. I think he's looked outstanding the past couple of days in team drills, struggled a little bit. And look, I think that's part of the growing process. But I love his confidence. Is the thing is he can bounce back quickly. You know, Derek Carr said to him uh, after his interception, he's like, you know who else threw an interception in the preseason? He was talking about himself, obviously. So, look, he came back, and it wasn't just Derek that helped him. It was Jameis that helped him out, too. And Again, this is a game where you got to shake off the, the rust. I mean, Alante Taylor is another example. He got beat on a route, and then he came back, had a nice pass breakup that led to an interception. So, look, you got to have short-term memory, and, and Hayner did. He was able to get the team in a position. You know, obviously wanted to have that, that two-point conversion back. He said that, that it was a little bit too loud, and the center didn't hear him call a, a audible and said it. <laughs> he thought he said hike. But, look, I'm encouraged by what I saw out of a lot of these guys. Do have some questions and concerns going forward, but you know I think overall you see a, a pretty good team that came together and was able to win with games that they weren't able to win last year in that in that same space. Well, as you mentioned, you know expectations were high coming in. I don't think we should go too crazy over one drive from the starters, uh, but I went down the schedule again, and I mean they have a chance. They do not have the most difficult schedule. A lot of the tough games are at home. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you that, uh, you know, Jeff Duncan over there, he he collects all of our record predictions from yeah. the media, and I went 11-6. and six. Oh. So that's how confident I went. Very oh. bullish. I think people are going to go more bullish on this team. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people are sleeping on them. The Vegas is nine and a half wins. I I just feel like they're going to be better than a lot of people give them credit for. And that division is terrible, so there's really no reason for them to not be good. Well, uh, I hope you're sitting down because I'm going to tell you what I picked him, and I didn't even really believe it when I said it. Mm. I got him going 14 and three, and I don't even believe it. I love it. But after I the, it. after I, I saw it yesterday, I'm feeling much better about it. <laughs> well, I, I I agree, and that's the thing is after the the drive that we see with the starter, the problems and the concerns I have here, and, and it's just one of those things, and I think fans will share this opinion is with the O line depth. And the guys behind DeMario and Pete Warner, I think that's my biggest concern. It's not a matter of if the offensive line gets hurt. It's a matter of when. And I don't feel so great about some of these, you know, guys behind them in, in the depth department. And the linebacker, you know, it's just one of those iffies. I think there's promise there, and we need to see more information and, and more uh, plays just to see how things come together. But I think that's the only thing that would hold this team back, and that's why I chose 11. I think they can go higher, really do, but I just don't see this offensive line making it 17 games. I don't see a lot of these guys making it a full season. Well, that's always a problem. It's always who is the healthiest one. Uh, usually it's the healthiest team that wins, not necessarily the best team that wins. I guess we did get good news uh, about uh, Keandre Miller. Yeah, Keandre suffered Kendra a minor Miller. knee sprain. Yep, minor, minor knee sprain will be out a week or two. Uh, team did sign Daryl Williams today. So oh. that's uh, uh, one of the things that they're going to have. And so, uh, you know, I mean, this is a, makes sense because Miller's going to be sidelined. Kirk Merritt's already dealing with a hamstring injury. You don't want to play a lot of, of, you know, Jamal Williams. I'm good with seeing some Ellis Merriweather and Merritt. Hopefully he's ready for joint practices this week. And then getting Daryl Williams up to speed, and that's practically all I would rely on for the rest of the training camp. Interesting. All right, what do you think the Saints do with Jameis Winston? Is he going to be on this team? 
Yeah, I do. I don't think they're going to trade him. I know I've floated some ideas that, look, if he does outstanding in the preseason, which I, I really like, you know, I didn't care too much for the sacks, but I think he threw a dime to A.T. Perry on that touchdown route. Um, and I think Jameis has looked pretty good this camp. And so, look, I just don't believe that the Saints would say, let's trade Jameis unless they get some crazy offer and then say, okay, we believe Jake is the guy that's ready for the backup role. I just don't see that yet. If Hayner comes in and plays outstanding the next two games, I might be more inclined to say that. But, look, Jameis is the best insurance policy you can have out there. And, look, I think that as long as he stays healthy, and he is healthy, that's the good news. He didn't, well, He's not wearing a brace or anything like that. I think he's somebody that will, you know, only complement that room. And so, look, you don't hope Jared Carr goes down at any point. I, I need him to go a whole 17 games plus the playoffs. But, um, you know, Jameis, I think he's here to stay for now. And so do they go with three quarterbacks, or do you think someone would pick up Jake Hayner if they put him on the practice squad? Yeah, there's no way Hayner makes it if he gets on the uh, waivers. I think they're going to keep three quarterbacks this mm-hmm. year. Plus, they still have Taysom Hill that can do some things. But, you know, look, Hayner's going to be a guy that's going to learn this year. They do believe a lot in him. He's going to be a guy that just sits and, and grows on the bench a little bit. But, you know, they can't do like what they did with Ian Book the other year and, and expect him to just kind of hang on. I just It's just not going to happen with Hayner. Talking to John Hendricks, SI uh, New Orleans. Uh, all right, so you were talking about you've seen all you needed to see. I, Mike, from what I'm hearing, we may not see too many starters play at all in this game against the Chargers because they're going to get all their reps in a couple of uh, mixed practices. Yeah, we got joint practices on Thursday and Friday, and so uh, I'll be out there and you know all the latest, greatest. But, look, I've seen this team since the beginning, and I've seen two weeks of training camp, and so I feel good about – the things that they've done on offense. And this is the offense that was able to move the ball without having to get Chris Olave involved, and which I think is probably the best part. And they didn't have Rashid Shahid on there. And so that's why I say I think I saw everything I needed to. I saw Mike Thomas, the stuff to Juwan Johnson that we've seen. I've seen AK get things going, the run blocking, the pass blocking. Again, I just don't need to see anything else anymore. And so I think going forward, it's figuring out these other battles, other things, who's going to be the – fourth, fifth, and sixth wide receiver? Who's going to be the backups at linebacker? Who's going to distance themselves on special teams? Are we going to get the special teams kicker and punter battle resolved, which I think Lutz is ahead, but you saw Gillikin hit a, 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 a clunker yesterday, and he came back from it, and Headley had his fair share. It's kind of been mixed in camp, and so I think there's just more questions to answer for this team. Um, you know, I was encouraged by Trevor Penning and his pass protection, you know, and, and, and such, so I just don't really need to see much more, and I don't think there's much that Coach Allen's going to need to see. But, you know, we'll, we'll find out. But joint practices, Chargers and Texans are going to be uh, worth a lot in gold. Uh, absolutely. All right, what's coming up on uh, SI now? I, I didn't realize that Darrell Williams had signed. I think that's a nice pickup. Yep, that just happened not that long ago, and so we're uh, we're working on that. But, look, I, I think um, as far as what comes up this week, we've got more training camp, so we'll have observations from tomorrow's practice. We'll have Thursday and Friday uh, from joint practices. We'll be at the game. So just kind of decompressed, mm. and I've already talked about what I like from the game and what we learned from the game, so check that out. Players that I think improve their stock, that's all out there on uh, Saints.media or SI.com slash NFL slash Saints. Are you spending a week out in L.A.? Um, uh, I mean, I'll leave Wednesday and I'll come back oh. Monday. So, okay. I mean, that's right. uh, a little shy of a week, but I'm looking forward Got to it. it. Weather looks like it's going to be outstanding. 
so I'm ready for it. Right. All right. Good stuff. Uh, you think you know traffic in New Orleans? <laughs> Wait till you get out to LA. <laughs> uh, I've seen it. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, John. Thank you so much. We'll talk right. to you next Thanks, week. Dave. Safe travels. All the best. Thanks. That's the one thing that the Lincoln lawyer is fiction in. He's look. never in traffic. Oh, yeah, no, no, look. He's look. driving around downtown L.A. in the highways. There's, like, no traffic. I did not, be- I do not believe that is a proper representation of L.A. Because after <laughs> driving in L.A. It's science fiction. I legitimately was in traffic the entire the, time the I was there. The only time there's no traffic in L.A. And there's still cars out there. I would go, it was actually, I was heading to a sports talk convention if you will mm-hmm. the geek that i am mm-hmm. and I, I got up early because the convention was around the corner from the gym like planet fitness or something mm-hmm. so i'm up at 5 a.m there was no traffic wow that's the only time that was the only time literally my girlfriend was like we've been and there was, car, so there was cars when i say there's no traffic we weren't being held up she was she was like you might as well listen to your podcast because we were in traffic for an hour yeah i was like because she doesn't like me when i listen to him because she doesn't it's not her vibe, but I was right. like, she was like, go ahead, because I'm going to get on TikTok. We're not even close. Right. Like, it right. was bad. Yeah. When was this? Uh, when I went to L.A. last year. Okay. It was either last yeah. year or year before. All right. All right, let's take a time out. We'll be back. Bottom of the hour. We got Ted Alexander. We'll talk ODU. He's the voice of the Monarch. We can talk about the other NFL games. I didn't see a whole heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. I, saw some, I saw some things. I can give you my thoughts on okay. what I saw. I saw a little bit. The other show that I don't have anymore, I'm sure Lyndon's got a Showtime I do. subscription. Billions. And now it's not a Showtime subscription. It's mm-hmm. a Paramount Plus subscription. Yep. It's, uh, they combined and Billions right. is coming back. Yeah. But I think it came back already. Started winning time. Oh. Great. Yeah, oh, I saw that last great. I saw that this morning, in fact. I oh, saw man, that Norm Nixon. <laughs> he was hot. <laughs> All right. Do you know about Norm Nixon yeah. in that episode? Yeah. In that show? Yeah, yeah. I watched, right. all, I watched all of it. All right. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Linda Burton, 1033 The Goat. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Summer's sizzling, and so are our prices at Audio Video Innovators. We have Rockford Fosgate 6.5-inch speakers starting at only $49 a pair. Our 12-inch Rockford woofers are only $99. And all of our Pioneer radios, including the Apple CarPlay models, are all on sale, starting at only $149. Enjoy your summer inside or outdoors by streaming your favorite music all from the touch of your smartphone. Let us show you how easy it can be done with our great selection of Sonos amplifiers and speakers. We also carry a full lineup of Samsung TVs, including their gorgeous frame models, as well as LG's incredible Ultra HD OLED TVs. Let AVI's professional installation team install the latest and greatest electronics in all your toys, like your motorcycle, boat, golf cart, side-by-side, or RV. Come shop local today with AVI, off Ambassador, between Sands and Walmart. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, what does it say? Beware, if you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV. 
Respiratory syncytial virus compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at bewareofrsv.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Dan Hicks with Paul A. Zinger welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two mile an hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. It looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. It looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen. And a generous amount, too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance. That was pretty good, too. Stand Up to Cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. All right, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, top 25 is out. Preseason AP, top 25. Georgia, number one. Consensus, but not unanimous. Yes, sir. Uh, LSU, five. Five. They're taking on Florida State, eighth. I forgot that. I forgot how that game really ended last year. So close. (laughs) 90, I mean. (laughs) So close. Florida State's going in to put the winning, to put the game away, right? Mm -hmm. They fumble at the one. Tigers recover it. And Florida State's defense was Swiss cheese. And they they had the, the extra point. It was blocked. Awful. Uh, it is Alabama's preseason number four. Yep. And everybody doing the Tide thing. Their lowest ranking since 2009. Think about that. That's crazy. The lowest preseason ranking in over a decade for Alabama. Well, I also saw. And they won the championship that year. Jeez. So heads up. I also saw that this there's been three times where the preseason number one right. has won the championship. George is looking to see if they can break the curse. I saw it on Twitter today. I'll find it for you, which okay. three teams. All right. So Alabama's never won the championship as preseason number one? I, I, that was, I forget who posted it. I think it was Action Network. I'm going to find it right now for you. All right. Uh, all right, so let's go over some of these NFL ball games. Because I think, again, we have to take it with a, a grain of salt, right? With uh, with these guys that only played a couple of plays. Like C.J. Stroud looked like a deer in the headlights. Patriots got some good pressure on him. Not necessarily his fault. I mean, Houston's a bad football team. 
Although Davis Mills, is Davis Mills, right? Yeah, Davis Mills moved the ball a little bit. Um, still only had 99 yards, but, you know, looks better than C.J. Stroud because he's played in the league for a few years, all right? And everyone, including my nephew, is going crazy over Malik Cunningham is the best quarterback on the Patriots. Although you got to like what Tank Dell did, five catches, 65 yards. All right. Um, I did not see that. that later that night was Seahawks-Vikings. I didn't see any of that. Did, did you see any of that? Seahawks-Vikings? I actually yeah. did watch oh, a little you bit know of that. Play, okay, you know who did play in that ball game for the Vikings is mm-hmm. Nick Mullins. Yes, he did. So Nick Mullins is the South Missis- Southern Mississippi quarterback uh-huh. who beat the Cajuns in the New Orleans Bowl with Anthony, when An- Anthony Jennings was the Cajuns quarterback. And then Southern Miss has just fallen apart. Drew Locke, 17 to 24. Okay, here we go. I got it for you. 17 right. of the last 19 AP preseason number one ranked teams failed to win the national title. Only Alabama in 2017 and USC in 2004 overcame mm. the preseason number one jinx. Got it. There we go. Do you see Matt Leinert's top five teams? No, let me pull it up. <laughs> Is it bad? It's just kind of recent. Maybe maybe he's just doing like the last 25 years or something like that. Oh, you're talking about all time. He said it was all time. Mm-hmm. It's tough to argue with the teams that he's got. But didn't Oklahoma win like 58 in a row or something like that? Let's see. Here we go. Right? He doesn't have any of the... Oh, yeah. He ranks Bear, his top five college football teams all time. I got it Bear, now. Bear Bryant. Didn't have any Bear Bryant teams on there. You want me to give them to the people? Well, I think I can give him. Okay, go ahead. All right. So USC, or I'm sorry, uh, Nebraska, Tommy Frazier, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Number five. Uh, number five. Okay, so that's 1995. All right. Then he had Vince Young in Texas, which he didn't really go through in detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he refused to. <laughs> then he put USC, the team His before team. they lost to Texas, yep. uh, as number three. Then he has the Miami Hurricanes 2001. Yep. The Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Ray Lewis. Willie McGinn. Oh, Willie McGinnis. Willie okay. uh, McGahee, excuse Will, me. Willis McGahee. Sean Taylor, okay. that whole stash. Yeah, team. yeah, that team. Jeremy okay. Shockey. Right. Okay. And then number one was LSU. Boom right. sauce. So you can't really argue with any of that, but I mean, Penn State had some good football teams. Georgia doesn't make that list. I mean, look. Is this based on statistics? I think this is based on who he feels, you know, it's just that the Mac overall, jo- that, that, that eye jo- test That thing. Mac Jones Alabama team was really good. It was, but I can't say they're better than 19 LSU. Didn't they break 19's records? With scoring? Something like that I, in less games. I think they might have broke, broke the touchdown thing. I think. But look, to me, I like this. I, it's not a bad list. To me, I like it. it's very recent. Recency bias. I think LSU and Miami are the best uh, college football teams of all time. Right. And, you know, USC's really good. I don't know about on the, I don't remember the defensive side of that team if they were as good defensively as, but you like know. Some of the OJ USC teams or Marcus mm-hmm. Allen. Oh, you're going or, back in the past. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since like college football was invented in I 1995 mean, or something. Where the Florida Tim or Tebow the, teams, yes. they, they were good. Or the back to back championships at the yeah, Gators. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Facts. So, um, oh, and the, the, Spur- the Spurrier official. One. Right. Yep. The Spurrier games. All right. I uh, did not see the Minnesota Seattle game, so I won't be commenting on that. Uh, Packers, Bengals. Did, I guess Jordan Love looked okay. Let's see, 7 to 10, 46 yards of touchdown. Wasn't on for very much. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> you true. True, 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 true. That stuff doesn't matter. 
Uh, the big news out of that ball game was Joe Burrow. Speaking of the devil, was doing sprints. Yep. Before the game, we saw that. We did. We did see that mm-hmm. uh, on Friday. All right. Um, let's see. Lions beat the Giants. Look, the Lions, man. I like that team going into this season. Yeah, but it, 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 Goff didn't play. My guy Tommy DeVito did. Oh, All right, through a touchdown. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor got in. He's still hanging around. Who knew Tyrod Taylor was still in the league? I did no. not. <laughs> Let's see here. Falcons and Dolphins. Dolphins didn't look all that good. And the Falcons played Logan Woodside the whole game. Yeah, no, the the um, the Dolphins, I'm worried about this season. I think they will not live up to the expectations that are set. Also, did you see... Yeah, but none of their starters... I mean, only... Ashawn played. I mean, true, 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 true. That's Skylar Thompson and Mike White. I mean, that's just my let me prediction. See the receiving. I mean, I didn't see none of the receivers played. When we do our picks, that's going to be one of the things mm-hmm. that I'm because I started reading Warren Sharp's book for this year, right? And doing my research. Oh, oh yeah, Miami. I don't know if I'm pulling, but something I don't know if you saw the Washington Commanders played their starters for so long. Oh, really? And barely won that game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were. They, Sam Howell looked good though, but he only played. Nah, he was only 9-12. Yeah. Right? Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he's actually looked pretty good. Does he uh, Does he go past Joshua Dobbs, who has not looked all that good? I think he goes past Dobbs and Kellen Mond. Well, Kellen Mond is... True. Yeah, fair. Fair. <laughs> is not part of this conversation. Fair. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, Dobbs was intercepted by the Cajuns' Percy Butler. Cajuns had a big weekend. They did. Right? They Percy did. Butler had an INT. Braylon Trahan had an INT. Mm-hmm. Eric Gerrard made a couple of t- a tackles. And you know who didn't look good? Trey Lance. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, man, Dave. I feel so bad for the guy. I he feel... just hasn't played very much. I, I know. Mean, he just... Right, he's played... When was the last time he played football? It's been a while. But I will say, even though his the five throws looked bad, he was 10 of 15 for a touchdown. So what, okay, so there was he played one game during COVID. Mm-hmm. He's been hurt for mo- he played a little bit in his rookie year. A smidge, <laughs> a smidge. But he only played like one season in college. He has not played a whole lot of football. I mean, Deshaun Watson missed a year and a half. This guy, I'm not sure, has played 20 games in like four years. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Like he since has 19? to get some games in in him to yeah. to where it can matter, you know. Uh, Cardinals beat uh, the Broncos. Russell Wilson did not look all that good. Uh, Clayton Toon, Houston, right? See the one who beat. See the one who beat the. Uh, he beat the Cajuns. Mm, okay. All right. He's a senior bowler. Cole McCoy still in the league. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That uh, guy's been like talk about a guy who's been in forever. He was the quarterback after Vince Young. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Just because I know we talked about the top five teams of all time, that means he started in 2006. <laughs> for, Something like that, and, yeah. Like, and I'm assuming was, what, four years, three years in college? At least a couple. Let's, right? let's assume Got three. Got in the championship game against Alabama. Let's assume it's three. 2009, he, he goes out for the draft. He's been in the NFL since 2009? 14 years. Jeez, yeah. man. Yeah. Good for Cole McCoy. So Russell Wilson didn't look good. Comes back and makes a touch, has a touchdown, but 7-13, 93 yards. Cardinals win the game, I guess, if that matters, if you put money on it. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll do more NFL later. Uh, we'll preview Old Dominion. 
Nice. With Ted Alexander, he's the voice of the Monarchs. Cajuns with a sneaky, tough road game. In week two, usually you don't have one of those conference games until, you know, week five or something along those lines. This is coming up in week two. We'll talk to Ted Alexander about the revamped Monarchs offense on 103.3 The Go. In the kitchen, up Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The best entertainment. And the most beautiful women are at Michael's Men's Club. Michael's Men's Club. Everything you need and everything you want. All at Michael's Men's Club. Enjoy happy hour. Fine dining. Get the VIP treatment for your birthday. And all night. Every night. The best entertainment. And the most beautiful women. At the end of the day, make Michael's your destination to relax and unwind. Don't miss happy hour. No cover happy hour. Daily 5 to 7. No cover. With two for one drinks. Enjoy fine dining with Maryland's Fine Dining inside Michael's. With a full menu that includes pasta, seafood, steak, and more. And if you've got a birthday, get the VIP treatment at Michael's. Free admission. First round of drinks. Appetizers. Decorated VIP table. Cake and ice cream. Table dance. And your name on the marquee. A $300 VIP package on us. Let's go! Connect and follow Michael's on Facebook. Online at michaelsmensclub.com. Book your next party or event with parties for all size groups and VIP packages available. All at Michael's. Michael's Men's Club. Michael's Men's Club. It's like Vegas in Bruce Highway 90 Bruce Don't miss the 12th Annual Stripper Olympics. Wednesday, September 20th at Michael's. Details at michaelsmenclub.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at Walmart today. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans' organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time.
Schultz, Lyndon Burton on a Monday afternoon sports chat. Five o'clock, Anthony Broom from Wolverines on three. We'll talk about what Jim Harbaugh is up to. We'll preview a little Michigan football. Galen White's got a new book out, Coach of a Lifetime, the story of Lewis Cook Jr., legendary high school football coach, obviously here at Notre Dame. Let's preview a little Raging Cajuns opponent. Old Dominion's got a new offensive coordinator. They got a new quarterback, uh, and they play a sneaky Ball game against the Cajuns in week two. Sneaky conference game early on in the season. We bring in Ted Alexander, the voice of the Monarchs. Ted, Dave Schultz, thanks for hopping on. How are you? I'm doing well after the drops of Jupiter train intro. Yeah. Let's get it on here. <laughs> well, that's a different band and a different singer. <laughs> I'm good. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, Ricky Rowney bringing in a new OC, high-powered offensive coordinator from Fordham. He brought in a backup quarterback. But I think I read that this went from a two-man battle to now a three-man battle. How is the competition going for ODU's starting quarterback? I think that for the quarterback and for just about everybody else, except for maybe middle linebacker, the competition has been fierce. You bring 50 new guys onto a roster, you're three and nine a year ago, you better make changes and you better have competition at all positions. And that's exactly what's happening. The thing I love about this offense uh, David, the fact that Kevin Decker has been there for an entire offseason. You can get uh, the, the, the program that he and the system that he had so much success with at Fordham in place. And the guys, Grant Wilson, Jack Shields, and now Colton Joseph has jumped into the fray as quarterbacks that are vying for the biggest piece of the playing time pie. And uh, you've got a lot of fun at practice, a lot of competition. And that's what everybody wants. All right, so has... As the new co- the, uh, Kevin Decker, you said the new OC, has he said how long it takes the guys to go from, you know, thinking about it to just reacting to it and not thinking about it? I, I think it's different with everybody. I think when you can do it in, in small sips it, to get the, uh, the, the kegger down when you have to chug it, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, and so since that time's been there, I think they're going to be more relaxed coming through not only spring ball, but for, for the guys that have been here ever since he was hired. Uh, and, and, and I think it's just such a different thing, Dave, than a year ago when the OC was bounced about this time. And so everybody was scrambling to figure out who to listen to and who was going to say what and when and, and why. I, I think the, the offense will be in better shape, and that's certainly a, a must-have. It didn't get 20 points on the board a game uh, last year. Well, you said they brought in a bunch of transfers. They, you know, The top running back left, top wide receiver left. Who should be some players that the Cajuns should be looking out for in week number two? Well, I, I think uh, Javon Harvey is a guy that uh, uh, had a breakout season a year ago. He was a guy that had a, had a lot of drops problems in his first couple of years as a Monarch. But last year, uh, 30 catches, uh, a couple of hundred yard games, and proved to be a weapon there. Isaiah Page also, while diminutive, he can get it done from the wide receiver position. Uh, Isaiah Spencer is a big athletic tight end type that they hope to expand into a Zach Koontz type of demanding and in terms of running backs uh Keyshawn Wicks is the, the the leading guy coming back but they they like this uh, uh young man Kadarius Callaway could be making some noise in the backfield but again it's so difficult to say right now Dave when you, they're just learning each other and you haven't played a scrimmage and you don't get to play scrimmages you're going to see what happens 
for second at Virginia Tech. And with the raging Cajun game just week two to start conference play, you better have things buttoned up. But I don't know a lot of teams in America that'll have things buttoned up for the 2023 season st- coming week two. It's it's just a tall order. Well, a lot of teams, you know, like LSU and Florida State play, you know, some teams, you know, sometimes it's the Cajuns in the Northwestern State. But I don't know who put together ODU's schedule, but they open up on the road to Virginia Tech. They get the Cajuns in week two, and then Wake Forest is coming to them. <laughs> Ted, that's not yep. an actually, you know, inviting schedule. <laughs> Uh, no, not at all. But it's it's certainly uh, the the series with Virginia Tech. I think it's thirteen games. This will be the fifth in the series. It's two two. Each team having won each game uh, on their home field. Uh, that's great for for the Monarch fans and really jump started season tickets uh, on on years when the Hokies come to a mm. uh, Field at Esther Ballard Stadium. Wake Forest. We played down there to start a season a couple of years ago. This is the return game there, and Louisiana jumps in there. And holy smokes, uh, it'll it'll be. A home opener, and that'll be exciting. Uh, but they better be ready to play football against Louisiana. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, where can, so what do you think happened to the team last year? Because the last time I saw ODU, they were running it down Coastal Carolina's throat. Grayson McCall couldn't do anything, and they haven't won a ball game since. I think you had some injuries in there. You had some with those injuries, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you had teams scoring more points and therefore the monitor are trying to open up the offense and they just couldn't keep stay on the field mm-hmm. offensively. Right. And, and when you do that, and, and, and I think one of the changes that Kevin Decker and Ricky Ronnie will uh, have been working on for, for months now is listen, if you're rolling right and the, the offensive line is breaking down and you see the sticks three yards ahead, chains and we'll worry about it next time you don't always need the big play i think uh previous quarterbacks just didn't have it in their dna to to sort of make athletic plays Mm. no matter what was happening they wanted to stick to the play call to the first read to the second read and make that big play as opposed to just maintain possession i think these guys under kevin decker understand that if you're going to score every drive you got to keep every drive going until you score and so i think that mindset will be a lot more uh for the monarchs well troy didn't even try to score uh, all the time like some of their offense was you know just get two or three first downs and kick it away (laughs) and we'll play defense i'm not sure if that would work for odu but it is fascinating when you have that kind of opportunity we just need to flip the field and you know every every first down every converted third down it's like two and a half minutes off the clock so well that and 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 you, you shorten games and i think the fact that uh uh, they've got all these newcomers in there, and the newcomers want to, everybody wants to play, of course, every year. Sure, but you're going to have a better, more depth on this Monarch team, and that'll be uh, hopefully something that leads to more efficient play in the third and fourth quarters, as opposed to arm tackles not ha- not holding up and and other teams being able to have their way with Old Dominion. You know, you you. you I have faith in the in Ricky Ronnie and the coaching staff. I think they know what they're doing. I know the kids are 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 doing a good job working hard. What they'll be able to do on the field, who knows? Uh, some experts, quote unquote, uh, have the Monarchs finishing at one and eleven at the bottom of the conference, and and okay, you know that's fine. I think they'll be better than that. I think they'll be more interesting than that. Sure. And I can't wait to see if we're 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 correct in assuming that. Well, you're going into your 16th year as the voice of Old Dominion. What do you think about joining the Sun Belt, and do you think they should expand any further? Love joining the Sun Belt. Geographically more uh, uh, doable 
fans, you need to think about the fans. And I know so many people are thinking about the dollars and, and dollars uh, make the, the engine go at all levels, not just the big boy level. I like where the Sun Belt is right now. You, you can't look at the, the, the pretty object across the way and think that grass is green all the time on the other side of the fence. You've got to realize what you have, have some stability, build some rivalries. You'll be able to do it because people can get to the games a little bit easier, certainly than the, the Conference USA days. I, I, I like where we are. I have no idea when the, the, the music stops playing, how many chairs will be left for teams uh, or conferences like the Sun Belt, but I like where we are right now. It's, it's, it's exciting. I think in all sports, it's, it's exciting. It makes geographical sense, and you can have some rivalries build, and you can't build these uh, you, it, they've got to be organic, and that has to happen on the field of play or on the court uh, or the pitch or whatever, and that's where those things begin, and it takes some time, and we might want to microwave them sometimes, but that's not how real rivalries are built. All right, you were, t- you were talking about expectations. We're talking to the voice of uh, ODU, Ted Alexander, and so I have an idea about my what the expectations are versus reality. I don't have any idea what to think about ODU and Texas State. Texas State you know, one team has the best offense from college football last year. I think that's Texas State, and I think Fordham is number two, and that's the new offense uh, sitting in in Norfolk. I just don't. I don't have a. I have a feel for a lot of the teams. I don't have a big feel. Like you said, it could be anywhere from one to eleven. And I saw someone pick ODU six and six. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. And again, when you have a lot of new players people say, all right, newcomers can't contribute. Well, tell that to the newcomers are going to try and contribute. And some guys are superstars as soon as they get into the particular environment that they're in. And some guys couldn't play a lick and they're five stars. So who knows what's going to happen? And that's what's fascinating about all this. And I think when the, the, the season starts September the 2nd, the same thing can be said for Virginia Tech and Louisiana and Wake Forest, those you're not going to be sure what the heck you have until you get out there and play against someone in a different color hat. I agree. He's Ted Alexander. He'll be on the call of the Raging Cajuns in ODU week two of the season. One of those sneaky conference and maybe tough ball games for the Cajuns being on the road in week number two in conference. Ted, thanks very much for hopping on a Monday afternoon sports chat and have a great season. Dave, appreciate having me on. And uh, thanks for all you do for the Sun Belt and oh. for, for uh, the, the student athletes in our neck. Appreciate your efforts. You bet. Thank you so much. All right. Good stuff. All right. Good thing. Good did. thing I didn't click early because you wouldn't have got your flowers. Right, right, right. <laughs> we do have, uh, we had Ricky Ronnie on uh, the podcast, Lockdown Sunbelt. Still okay. trying to, still trying to get the other coaches we maybe knee deep in, you know, camp and they, they don't. They're not trying time. to do that. Yeah. Well, they don't, they don't have a whole a lot, of uh, time. lot of time. So it is what it is. Who we've had so far. We had Mike Desimo came on. That was easy. We had Kane Womack on. That was easy. We had Sean Clark from App State on, and we've had Ricky Ronnie on. We're supposed to have G.J. Kinney on, but, well, he had a stomach issue. <laughs> he had a stomach <laughs> issue, and he had to reschedule. And then I was running late, so we're working on uh, getting the other coaches. So it's a good thing. But we are we are doing this, uh, you know, expectations versus reality, and that's the thing. There are no expectations for Texas State and ODU. Mm. Their expectations are bad. Like Texas State may be finishing ahead of ULM and Arkansas State, but that may be it. ODU is picked to finish last in the in the East. There just are no expectations. Again, they've lost six straight ball games.
and didn't look all that good doing it. They did actually put up a good battle against South Alabama around Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving in a ball game that they lost. Well, their linemen from that are with the Saints now, Nick Salavari. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, food, from ODU? He had food poisoning uh, the night before. When he woke up the next morning, he had food poisoning, couldn't play. Oh. And you, you would have just thought, it kind of felt like in that ball game, South Alabama was going through the motions, right? Uh-huh. I, I'm pretty sure at halftime, Lyndon, I, I talked to the PA announcer. Uh-huh. And I said, you know, they continue to f around. They're going to find out. Oh, oh yeah. they were not. They were not into they, the ball game. They dropping hard, hard bombs yeah, on them. Yeah, they were not. <laughs> they were not into that ball game. Uh, in a ball game that they should have, they should have won handily. So, all right, let's take a timeout. Top of the hour, we'll talk to Anthony Broom. What's going on in Ann Arbor, Michigan? Basically, the consensus number two team in the nation. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've beaten Ohio State the last couple of years. But they've lost to Georgia, which everybody was not surprised upon. They got surprised when they lost to TCU, and it was not all that pretty. All right, Dave Schultz. Lyndon Burton, 1023 to go. Personal injury done. Workers come done. Truck wrecks done. Get going and get it done. The Dell Technologies Back to School event is on with deals on top tech for class, hobbies, and more. Now, when you buy, you support a cause. With every eligible purchase, Dell will donate to UNICEF in support of GIGA, a UNICEF ITU global initiative to connect schools across the globe to the internet. Accidental damage protection included. Get rare deals on select laptops and desktops powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Save now at dell.com slash deals. UNICEF does not endorse any company brand, product, or service. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashana now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. 
Visit AARP.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. All right, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton, 103.3 The Goat. We told you the AP poll came out. They did release the people who voted for it. Oh, okay. Uh, they have three votes that did not go George's way. One guy voted, the A&M guy voted for Ohio State, and two votes for Michigan, okay. number one. LSU got as high as one second-place vote. That guy covers Iowa. Wow. And we didn't. We know what? We haven't talked about Iowa. Are they supposed to be good? Well, they're ranked. Oh, okay. But the betting they got issues? Scandal. The betting scandal? Oh, I didn't. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the quarterback, the Iowa State. It's Iowa State, huh? Not Iowa. I think it's Iowa. Iowa's black and yellow, right? Yeah. No, no, no. It was the red and yellow team. It's Iowa State. Check it again. All right, let's see. Because I'm pre- I'm like 90% sure. Iowa State. Because these guys on Iowa, the joke is they're betting the under against their own team. Oh, maybe there's a new one, but yeah, no, 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 look, this is the one we talked about with the quarterback and everything. Yeah, it's Iowa State, but let me look up the Iowa one, the side. When I said we didn't talk about it, oh, yeah, it's yeah, the, the Iowa one, one gotcha, that gotcha, came gotcha, out gotcha, last gotcha. week. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So now you owe me money? No, we didn't bet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're both right. <laughs> Dang, well, that just says all Iowa teams are just having scandals. That's crazy. Bad, yeah. Yeah, seven athletes charged. Wow. Yeah, it dropped uh, on August 2nd. Wow. Yeah, we haven't talked about that at all. Isn't this the kid who did it under his parents' name? One of them did it under his parents' name. Okay, so Hunter Decker, the Iowa State quarterback, did it under his parents' oh, name. Okay. I'm trying to find right. the Iowa. You got some Iowa players. Okay, so it, yeah, yeah, Iowa baseball player and Iowa. I'm trying to find the other. So. SI has the Iowa baseball player bet, but I'm trying to find what you're talking about. No, you got some football players. Yeah, some bet, football. Okay, betting, here we go. Betting the under, which is the funny part. Here we go. Four people associated with the Iowa football program has been accused of the Hawkeyes games over the course of 2021 and 2022 of uh, betting during that time. According yeah. to criminal complaints filed by the Johnson County Attorney's Office, four individuals have been charged with tampering with the records. Their charges are related to an ongoing investigation probe in the sports gambling at the University of Iowa which the school said in May had identified 26 current students in uh, 111 total individuals. Now, now, here's the thing. People are tweeting out like this is a widespread issue in college. It seems like it is. Cause, well, so far we're like two schools. I remember when I said epidemic and you were like, no, 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 it's not epidemic yet. 
It's it's almost it's, some we're getting people, close to there. Some people believe that it might be. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. Look, I said it when it happened, and you were like, "Slow your roll." We got to hear more teams. Can we get to two handfuls before it's an epidemic? Fair, fair, fair. We, we're going to keep waiting, but I'm going to keep tabs right. on that. All right. Because you got to count. So now we're at two. We got to count the Bama coach who, who did it too. The baseball guy. Well, he technically he technically provided inside information. Oh, it's a little different. So we don't know if he was the one betting. Well, gotcha. we know he wasn't the one betting. So we don't know if he was getting money on it. Gotcha, gotcha, But he was gotcha. definitely Involved. providing info. Yes, yeah. he was definitely <laughs> providing inside information. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're so if you want to, add, you could certainly add that to the pile. We're adding it, you yeah. know, because it's not just you know student athletes. Mm-hmm. It's this idiot Co- coach making about a half, half a million dollars or whatever. He's making four hundred thousand dollars coaching Alabama baseball. Jeez. And now he's never going to be able to coach again. Yikes! But speaking of yikes, how about this this morning? Oh, what you got? What you said? Oh. What you're going to give us? Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Here we go. Well, you got to introduce it. Oh, well, yeah. It's, it's so er, this morning, uh, Sham Sharania broke a story that happened. It was He literally broke it at 5.49 a.m. of James Harden is on his China tour uh, uh, promoting his stuff, and he called out the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers, Daryl Morey, and it was Not some, once, but not twice. twice. Yeah, it was some bad, scathing comments. Here we go, right here on 1023 The Goat. Uh, Daryl Morey is a liar. I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. He said, let me say that again. Like, like, just to make sure everybody in got case it. you didn't hear me in the back row, <laughs> Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never play for an organization connected wow. with him again. I mean, Linda, wow. I tell you, you know, I... I'm not the biggest NBA fan. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those guys that actually likes the off-the-court stuff better mm-hmm. than the on-the-court stuff. Because it's a soap opera. It's, it is a soap <laughs> opera, right? You could have had a mini Netflix series on Zion this offseason. You could have one on, right. the, on the process right. and everything going on in yeah. Philly. So, you know, remember, he had the choice. Mm-hmm. For the player option. He did. He, he took opted it. in. Yep. Because he wa- nobody else was going to pay him $35 million. And he wanted to be with Maury. He, he claimed Maury is his guy. I wonder what Maury told him that didn't transpire. Either contract extension or he's going to trade him. Mm. And you got to have two to tango. Yeah. And you're not giving up James Harden for nothing. True. You got to s- get something back. We see you call or call back at the in, in the next hour because we're about to go to break. We are about to go yeah. to break. All right. Well, I just find that stuff fascinating and here's the it's not a coincidence mm-hmm. it's the irony part right because yep. daryl morey got in trouble oh with the with, with the, the china uh, thing and he's saying this in china right and he was in china mm-hmm. when he's talking about daryl morey wow what a way to get cheap uh in wrestling we call it cheap heat or cheap or a cheap pop to get the crowd going right Call out Daryl Morey while you're on your China tour. They love you for that. <laughs> oh, man. Th- that's, uh, you're right. That's not a coincidence. That's the irony. That's, that's hilarious. I- that's ironic. That uh, is that hilarious. he did it when he was in China. Do you or maybe think- it is a coincidence. Could be a little, it's both. I think maybe it is a coincidence. It's irony, though, too. It's, that's definitely ironic. I'm not sure it's ironic. You sure? I think it's a coincidence. Now that it's, and I said it out loud, it's a coincidence that he happened to say it while in China and Daryl Morey got in trouble with the league. Or his China comments, which were about, you know, being democratic, yeah. <laughs> being a democracy. and So yeah. I got the definition of irony okay. just because we need it because we've had this happen to us twice. All right. Um, 
a state of affairs or event that seems deliberately contrary to what one expects and is often amusing as a result. The expression of one's meaning by using language that normally signifies the opposite, typically for humorous or emphatic right. effect. So, so this is a coincidence. This is a coincidence. This one's a coincidence. All right. Crazy. Because there are people don't know the difference between coincidence and irony. And irony, yep. And I'm one of those. Uh, me as well. I get it wrong we, all the time. We did it twice already last right. week. <laughs> I do it wrong all the time. Do you that, think he stays with Philly? or Because Daryl said he has no intention of trading him. He said that. T- that came out today. We'll see. Yeah. Does, he show, does he show up in a fat suit? <laughs> someone someone puts a picture of him going to his closet getting out the fat suit. <laughs> All right, let's take a timeout. We got Anthony Broom from Wolverines on three. We'll preview Michigan. They seem to be the consensus number two team in the nation. But more importantly, Jim Harbaugh deciding not to sit out and take his medicine for allegedly lying to the NCAA. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Linda Burton, 1033. The go. Been in an auto accident or just need your vehicle repaired? You know where to go. Family owned and operated for over 20 years, John Wayne Body and Paint. But how about when you need an auto rental? Well, now the team at John Wayne's can help you with that too. John Wayne's now offers convenient auto rental service, so you can stay mobile while your car is being repaired or just when you'd rather not use your vehicle. Whether you need a compact car for running errands or an SUV for a weekend getaway, they've got you covered. Receive the same personal service that the team at John Wayne's is known for, and rest assured, all auto rentals from John Wayne's will be safe enough to put your family in, ready on time, and thoroughly cleaned. When you're in need of an auto rental, go to someone you would trust with your own vehicle. John Wayne Body and Paint. Call 337-235-6010 to learn more about John Wayne's auto rental service. Visit them in Scott or online anytime at johnwaynes.com. The biannual blowout is just a week away, and we've got a lot of work to do. Keenan's Rug Emporium is rolling out a Labor Day bonanza. He needs 10 new sales associates as the crowds loom large. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. Well, today you can expect lots of cloud cover with 0% chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom. That rumbling low-pressure system beneath you should give way to a relaxing commute and the sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because, dang nabbit, you're having fun out there. That's your forecast back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. 
I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger, some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. 103.7 The 